بسم الله والحمد لله والصلاة والسلام على سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه ومن والاه. The Jum'ah Khutbah is an essential reminder that calls the believers every Friday to increase in taqwa, God consciousness. This series shares Jum'ah Khutbahs that take place at the Al-Maqasid Seminary. Inna alhamdulillah, hamdan yaliqu bi jalali wajhihi wa azimi sultanih. اللهم لك الحمد حتى ترضى ولك الحمد إذا رضيت ولك الحمد بعد الرضا ونشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد أن سيدنا ونبينا وقرة أعيننا ونور قلوبنا محمدا عبده ورسوله اللهم صلي وسلم وبارك وكرم على عبدك المصطفى سيدنا محمد وعلى آله الأطهار وأصحابه الأخيار ومن تبعهم بإحسان وهدى إلى يوم الدين وعلينا معهم وفيهم برحمتك يا أرحم الراحمين أما بعد فيا عباد الله إني أوصيكم وإياي بتقوى الله لا إله إلا الله تقوى الله الذي لا يقبل غيرها ولا يرحم إلا أهلها ولا يثيب إلا عليها وأحسنوا يرحمكم الله إن رحمة الله قريب من المحسنين All praise belongs to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala The most merciful, the most compassionate, the most forgiving, the all-knowing, the most wise we praise him and we bear witness that there is nothing worthy of worship save Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, one without partner. And we bear witness that our noble and beloved Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam is Allah's final prophet and messenger sent to all of humanity and sent as a mercy to all the worlds sallallahu alayhi wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam. My beloved community, elders, brothers and sisters, I remind myself and all of you to be mindful of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And one of the greatest handholds that we can hold on to of taqwa, one of the firmest ropes that helps us attain these levels of mindfulness of Allah and nearness to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala are the stories of the righteous. And one of the great imams of Islam is Al-Imam Al-Fudayl ibn Iyad. Al-Fudayl ibn Iyad was a muhaddith, a Sufi, a person of the highest levels of nearness to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and his story is amazing. Did Al-Fudayl ibn Iyad start off as a scholar? Did he grow up in an environment of righteousness and purity and goodness? Actually, it was very much the opposite. Al-Fudayl ibn Iyad grew up in a very different set of circumstances, and his beginning and his state was very much the opposite. And this story of Al-Imam Al-Fudayl ibn Iyad, may Allah have mercy on him, it gives us in our lives today, each and every one of us, if we think about it, it gives us hope. If Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala would guide someone like this, and make him an imam of this deen, then he can make something out of me. Then I have some hope that there is a possibility and an opportunity even for the likes of me.
Al-Fudayl ibn Iyad was initially a highway robber. He was initially someone who was involved in crime and stealing from people. And he was actually infamous in his time. People knew, watch out for Al-Fudayl ibn Iyad. If you're traveling on this path, be careful. Al-Fudayl might get you. That's how he was known in his locale. And one day, after becoming well-known and infamous, as he was looking out for a caravan, there was a caravan that was traveling that he wanted to rob. So he climbed up the wall of a house to get a better view of the caravan and basically scoping it out. And as he climbed the wall of the house, there was someone in the house who was praying in the depth of the night and who was reciting Quran. And this person was reciting the following verse. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, A'udhu billahi min ash-shaytan ar-rajim, Alam yatni lil-lazina amanu an takhsha'a qulubuhum li-dhikrillahi wa ma nazala min al-haq, wa la yakunu kal-lazina utu al-kitaba min qablu fatala alayhimu al-amadu faqasat qulubuhum. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Is it not time for the believers' hearts to be humbled at the remembrance of Allah and what has been revealed of the truth and not be like those given the scripture before who were spoiled for so long that their hearts became hardened. Fudayl, when he heard this, it coincided with the time that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala willed for him to receive a divine gaze of mercy. When he heard this person in this moment of purity Reciting Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's words, it pierced his heart. And the Quran and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's mercy transformed him. He fell off the wall and he said, yes, my Lord, the time has come. The time has come. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala asks, is it not time? How much longer are you going to wait? Do you have to wait for your soul leaving your throat in order to realize now's the time when it's too late? When are we going to wake up? When are we going to realize the purpose for which we were created? When are we going to realize that the things of this world give us no true sense of fulfillment and meaning? So when Sayyidina al-Fudayl ibn Iyad, he heard this, he was shaken to his core. He said, yes, my Lord, now is the time. And we all, by extension, have to say, now is the time, O Allah. Indeed, it is high time for us to turn back to Allah and repent to him, Jalla Jalalu. And what happened to Al-Fudayl ibn Iyad? In just a few moments, in just a short amount of time, Al-Fudayl ibn Iyad went from being an infamous highway robber to one of the greatest figures in Islamic history. In the Risal al-Qushayriyah, his story is the second or third, his biography is the second or third in this book of these great imams and people of ma'rifah and people of nearness to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So what does that say for each and every one of us? And what does that say for other people that we might see? Say, oh, that person has no hope. You can write them off. That person's a thug and a gangster and into all kinds of things. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala can change people. And he's done it. And there are great examples and turn them into the greatest people to walk on the face of the earth. So Al-Fudayl ibn Iyad, in a short amount of time, he sought out the great imams of his time and he studied with them and he was so sincere in his repentance. 
And one of the beautiful things about repentance, which is why we always come back to it, and which is why it is one of the themes that we constantly reflect upon in the month of Rajab, is because repentance opens the heart. It softens the heart. And it helps us realize our absolute need of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It helps us realize that we are weak, that we are flawed, but we need Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's mercy and assistance and support. No matter how much we know or how much we might have accomplished in our life, we always come back to tawbah. But we have to do our part. We have to do our part. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is generous and merciful. But really, we have the opportunity before us. And we don't just sit back and think that it's just going to happen all of a sudden. But we have to open ourselves to receiving that divine gaze, to being transformed by a verse of Quran or a hadith of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam or from the stories of one of the righteous. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala continuously extends his mercy to us and blesses us. But he also tells us regularly in the Quran that this life that you have is an opportunity and a great opportunity. Your time that you've been given, but that opportunity is limited. That opportunity is limited. There might come a day we ask Allah for afiyah, but there will come a day, and Allah tells us people in the, in the hereafter, they say, oh Allah, allow us to go back. We'll be different. We'll change. But you already had that opportunity. It doesn't come back once it's gone. So we have to take advantage of that. And when we recognize how merciful Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is, how he treats us with such compassion, and how he is forbearant with us, subhanahu wa ta'ala. How could we hold back from such a generous Lord? How could we allow ourselves to miss out on attaining the greatest treasure, which is nearness to Allah, subhanahu wa ta'ala, and ma'rifah? How could we allow ourselves to miss out on that? And but one of the ways that we overcome some of the whisperings because the shaitan the last thing he wants you to do is understand that the door of toba is open for you and I'll, and he does not want you to see the opportunity that is within reach so he whispers and he says you're never going to be like these people you're never going to be like al-fudayl ibn iyad you're never going to be like the righteous people that you see them look what you where you are and what you're into right now, you'll never be able to change. But that's not true. Look at how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala took someone from such a state to the highest levels. And even when he made that tawbah, he went wandering in the desert. And he came upon a group of people who were setting up camp for the night. And as they were preparing to travel, he's sitting with them. They're travelers. They said, you know, we, we don't want to go at this time because we're worried Fudayl ibn Iyad's going to get us. And he said to them, I'm Fudayl ibn Iyad and I made tawbah to Allah. You all are safe now. Look at the healing and the restoration that takes place when a person makes tawbah. And the shaitan does not want people to see that. He wants to get in the way as much as possible. A man once asked Sayyidina Abdullah ibn Mas'ud radiallahu anhu wa ardah about a sin that the man had committed. 
And he asked Sayyidina Abdullah ibn Mas'ud, is there any way that I can repent? And Sayyidina Abdullah ibn Mas'ud, this noble companion who took so much knowledge directly from the Prophet wasallam, he began to cry. And he said to the man, there are eight gates to paradise. There are eight gates to paradise. All of them open at certain times and close at others, except for the gate of repentance. Except for the gate of repentance, it's always open. So never lose hope and seek, seek it out from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But once again, we have to take that step. A young man from Bani Israel, the tribes of Israel, he worshipped Allah for 20 years and obeyed him. Then the following 20 years, he disobeyed Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Then one day, the messenger came to him. What was the messenger? He saw his own reflection and he saw white hairs in his beard. So he began to ponder about his mortality. And then he said, oh Allah, I obeyed you for 20 years, then I disobeyed you for 20 years. If I turn back to you now, will you accept me? If I turn back to you, after already being in a state of obedience, then going back and reverting to ways of disobedience, now he says, oh Allah, if I turn back to you at this point, will you accept me? He then heard a voice say, you loved us, so we loved you. You then left us, so we left you. You disobeyed us, so we disregarded you. And this is the us in the royal we. This is a reflective of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's mag magnificence and majesty and, and his absolute oneness. It's not a plurality. You disobeyed us, so we disregarded you. But if you return to us, we will accept you. So that shows us when we seek to love Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that's a sign that he is going to give us his love. But when we turn away from him, we would never want Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to turn away from us. We need Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that really comes to the core of repentance. We need Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. May Allah jalla jalalu give us the tawfiq to repent and to follow in the footsteps of these great imams, just as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala brought forth great people who initially had a life of sin and crime and disobedience, we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, just as he guided them, that he guides us. Ya arhamar rahimeen. Wallahu yaqoolu wa qawluhu al-haqqul mubeen. Wa idha qur'i al-Qur'anu fastami'u lahu wa ansitu la'allakum turhamoon. وقال تبارك وتعالى فإذا قرأت القرآن فاستعذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم قل يا عبادي الذين أسرفوا على أنفسهم لا تقنطوا من رحمة الله إن الله يغفر الذنوب جميعا إنه هو الغفور الرحيم Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says the translation of which is, Say, O Prophet, that Allah says, O my servants who have exceeded the limits against their own souls, do not lose hope in Allah's mercy. For Allah certainly forgives all sins. He is indeed the all-forgiving, most merciful. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in another verse of the Qur'an, يَا أَيُّهَا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا تُوبُوا إِلَى اللَّهِ تَوْبَةً نَصُوحًا 
عسى ربكم أن يكفر عنكم سيئاتكم ويدخلكم جنات تجري من تحتها الأنهار يوم لا يخزي الله النبي والذين آمنوا معه نورهم يسعى بين أيديهم وبأيمانهم يقولون ربنا أتمم لنا نورنا واغفر لنا إنك على كل شيء قدير Allah says, O believers, turn to Allah in sincere repentance so your Lord may absolve you of your sins and admit you into gardens under which rivers flow on the day when Allah will not disgrace the Prophet or the believers with him. Their light will shine ahead of them and on their right, and they will say, Our Lord, perfect our light for us and forgive us, for you are truly most capable of all things. بارك الله لي ولكم في القرآن العظيم ونفعنا بما فيه من الآيات والذكر الحكيم وآجارنا من خزه وعذابه الأليم قول قولي هذا واستغفر الله العظيم لي ولكم ولوالدينا ولجميع المسلمين فاستغفروه إنه هو الغفور الرحيم Seek Allah's forgiveness Indeed he is forgiving and merciful Alhamdulillah, We should look at every single act of goodness as our plea to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to accept us. And we should never underestimate any act of goodness. Anything that is beloved to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, لا تحقيرن من المعروف شيئا. Do never underestimate any act of goodness. Because someone once asked Al-Fudayl ibn Iyad, you never did anything good before your tawbah? And he said, the only good thing that I ever did was that I once found a piece of paper on the ground that had Allah's name written on it. So I took it, and I only had one dirham with me. And I went to the perfume seller and bought perfume, and then I perfumed the paper with Allah's name on it. So then I heard a voice call out to me and say, I will certainly honor your name just as you have honored mine. That was the one good thing that he did. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allowed the Qur'an to pierce his heart in that moment. So we should take every single act that we, uh, uh, that we can engage in as this opportunity and this plea and this request from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to be accepted and to be granted his gaze and his support and nearness to him and his love subhanahu wa ta'ala. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to give us tawfiq and we should spend a few minutes every day in this month of Rajab intentionally asking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for forgiveness. That we should turn to him and ask him, Astaghfirullah, Astaghfirullah, Oh Allah, I ask you for your forgiveness. Wa atubu ilallah, Rabbighfir warham wa tub alayh. Oh Allah, forgive me and have mercy on me and re relent and re allow me to repent and turn towards you and turn towards me, Ya Arhamar Rahimeen that we should ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala these things, but we should also be very conscious about not just having these words come from our mouth, 
but that they emanate from a deep need in our heart and our soul. A deep need in our very essence, recognizing our need of Allah, of his mercy, of his generosity, of his kindness. Ya Arhamar Rahimeen. And then inshallah, that will have a greater impact on our tawbah. فقال مخبرا وآمرا لهم تكريما إن الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل وسلم وبارك على سيدنا المصطفى محمد وعلى مؤازر رسول الله في عالي الساعة والضيق خليفة رسول الله سيدنا أبي بكر الصديق رضي الله عنه وعلى الناطق بالصواب حليف المحراب أمير المؤمنين سيدنا عمر بن الخطاب رضي الله عنه وعلى من استحيت منه ملائكة الرحمن ذو النورين أمير المؤمنين سيدنا عثمان بن عفان رضي الله عنه وعلى أخنا بالمصطفى وابن عمه ووليه وباب مدينة علمه إمام أهل المشارق والمغارب أمير المؤمنين سيدنا علي بن أبي طالب رضي الله عنه وعلى الحسن والحسين سيدي شباب أهل الجنة في الجنة وريحانتي نبيك بنص السنة وعلى أمهم الحورة فاطمة البتول الزهراء وعلى خديجة الكبرى وعائشة الرضا وأمهات المؤمنين وعلى الحمزة والعباس وسائر أهل بيت نبيك الذي طهرتهم من الدنس والأرجاس وعلى أهل بدر وأهل أحد وأهل بيعة الرضوان وعلى سائر الصحب الأكرمين ومن تبعهم بإحسان وهدى إلى يوم الدين وعلينا معهم وفيهم برحمتك يا أرحم الراحمين اللهم اغفر للمسلمين والمسلمات والمؤمنين والمؤمنات اللهم لا تدع لنا ذنبا في مقامنا هذا إلا غفرته ولا هما إلا فرجته ولا حاجة هي لك رضا إلا قضيتها يا أرحم الراحمين اللهم آت نفوسنا تقواها وزكها أنت خير من زكاها أنت وليها ومولاها يا أرحم الراحمين Oh Allah, we ask you that you grant us a gaze of your mercy, Ya Arhamar Rahimeen, a gaze that brings our hearts to life, that allows us to taste the sweetness of Iman, that removes the veils and the obstacles between us and you. For you are nearer to us than our carotid artery, but we are the ones that veil ourselves and distance ourselves from you. We ask you, Ya Rahman, Ya Rahim, that you bestow your mercy upon us and that you grant us the tawfiq that you've granted your righteous servants. Ya Allah, at the beginning of the time of your ummah, there was Al-Fudayl ibn Iyad. And we ask you at the end of the time of your ummah, Ya Arhamar Rahimeen, that you bring forth people who have this transformation and this rank with you, Ya Arhamar Rahimeen, who are sources of mercy and goodness, Ya Akram Al-Akramin, and that you give each and every one of us the tawfiq to turn to you sincerely and to change our ways and to seek your love and nearness and to follow in the footsteps of the greatest beloved and to adorn ourselves with his sunnah inwardly and outwardly in every action and intention and every word and in every moment. Ya Arham Ar-Rahimeen wa Ya Akram Al-Akramin. Ibad Allah, inna Allah amara bi thalathin wa naha an thalath. Inna Allah ya'mur 
بالعدل والإحسان وإيتاء ذي القربى وينهى عن الفحشاء والمنكر والبغي يعظكم لعلكم تذكرون فاذكروا الله العظيم يذكركم واشكروه على نعمه يزدكم ولا ذكر الله Thank you for listening to one of Al-Maqasid's online educational offerings. Our mission at Al-Maqasid is to cultivate holistic learning environments rooted in knowledge, devotion, and service by providing full-time, part-time, online, and community programs. For more information, please visit our website at almaqasid.org and connect with our other online content at almaqasid.org backslash connect.